The organized violence humans call warfare takes many forms. An attack can be as sudden and brief as an earthquake, a surprise spasm of fury in which soldiers dash against defenses then fall away. Or an assault can be slower, gradually building in strength as soldiers cautiously push forward, seeking weak points in defenses, their efforts as continuous and unrelenting as a sea straining against barriers holding it from dry land. So the attack began, slowly building in intensity. Like a flood of water, the pressure rose, in a place where the only real water rested eternally frozen beneath the lifeless rock of the surface. Gradually it increased, testing here, pressing there, searching for any signs of weakness, any give in the defenses holding it back. Every probe met a firm barrier, each push repulsed with varying ease, but the pressure continued, shoving harder, the strength of barriers at some points hurting it toward those areas where the defenses held with less strength. Not much less, but enough. As the flood pressure gathered at those points where resistance seemed softer, where trickles of advancing elements could push through. Slowly, so slowly as not to be apparent at first, but with increasing speed, the apparently firm wall of defenses began to crumble. Ethan, we got problems. Sergeant Ethan Stark, acting commander of the rebellious soldiers still defending the American colony on the moon, hastily donned his battle armor. I'm still suiting up, Vic. What's happening? You don't need battle armor inside the headquarters complex. Sergeant Vic Reynolds, Stark's acting chief of staff, scolded. I need you in the command center, now. Okay, okay, but I'm gonna be in armor. Stark sealed the last fastenings on his suit, grabbed his rifle, and darted out the door. The corridors around him still felt unreal. Wood paneling where bare rock should be. I'll never get used to the luxury here at headquarters. Maybe we can sell this stuff to pay the troops. Most of the personnel in the command center were unknown to Stark. Experienced enlisted troops manning their consoles to maintain a constant stream of symbology, communications, and video feed between individual soldiers. All of it centered here, where, until recently, officers of every rank had tried to dictate their subordinates' every action. Now that those officers sat within the stockade under arrest, that role, if he wanted it, was Stark's. Wow. Stark paused to admire the massive main display screen on which a sector of the front glowed in enhanced 3D. Green American symbols hung in a slightly ragged arc marking the perimeter, each group of friendly soldiers clustered around the heavy weapons fortifications symbology that indicated the presence of strong defensive positions. In front of those green markers, clusters of red symbols ebbed and flowed, shifting in a constant dance as sensors reported the presence of enemy soldiers trying to break through the American defenses. They're pushing harder than before, aren't they? In the three days since the horrible failure of General Meacham's grand offensive, forces of the enemy coalition had tested for weaknesses in the American line a dozen times as rumor of riot and rebellion came dimly across to them. Yes, Vic agreed, one clipped word which spoke volumes. We should be able to hold it, though. 
should be able to. Stark studied the display again, scowling. 